Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me a business therapist, virtual speaker, and facilitator, Bunny Young with A Better Place Consulting. You can learn more about her and her company at abetterplaceconsulting.com. Bunny, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. And uh, let's save the world this morning or afternoon, depending on whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We were going to, we're going to do a little bit of that today. I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, I know we were talking just a little bit offline already, and I thought I'd just start off with um, kind of a, the quote we were discussing offline. And I know that this is quoted by someone else, so you can uh, chime in on that. But we are talking about, unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. Um, and I think in today's times, or at least since 2020, um, I feel like we've been going back and forth on trying to defend or trying to depend on external forces versus maybe like trusting yourself and focusing on what you can actually control. And so I thought we'd open up that uh, open up with that quote. And I just love to get your thoughts on that because I thought it was a great thing that we were talking about off offline. Yeah. So I, I first and foremost cannot take credit for that. It was the Lorax um, mm. and or Dr. Seuss. I'm not sure how to actually quote that because it was in make-believe character unless you believe the Lorax is real which I'm not going to judge either way um I have a tattoo of, of the Lorax so yeah there you go now like the listeners in the first 10 seconds are like oh my gosh who did you bring on the show because she's already talking about tattoos um so back to your question I've updated it's really interesting that we're starting with that quote because I've updated my thoughts around that quote, because that's really my mantra for the first half of my life was like, mm. if, if you don't care enough to make changes, then nothing's going to get changed. Like we're not going to save the world. And right. it ran me pretty much straight into complete and total burnout as a social services therapist and feeling like there was never enough of me to go around to mm. help with these kids. And then I became an addiction therapist. And, you know, there's, there's always more and more and more individuals out there who I perceived needed something from me. Yeah. And I took a hard break from that. And I know we're going to go into that part of my professional life as well. But then, so the past six months to eight months has really been unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot about you. Yeah. Because it's really starting with you. And the biggest, hardest lesson that I continue to learn, I have not mastered it yet, but this is what I built a company around is that you need to start with self-awareness and mm. self-management before you can be expected to go into being aware of your team, your family, your relationships, and then managing them appropriately. Because mm -hmm. if you can't manage yourself appropriately, then how, and you're not aware of what your own emotions are and can note them and feel them and be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's how I'm feeling this morning. Here's what I'm grateful for. Here's what I'm unhappy about. And be able to be honest about that, then there's really nothing 
else that's going in this world externally that's going to change that. No one can crawl inside you and make you feel any certain way. So if right. you're going to watch the news, if you're going to listen to the radio, if those still exist, if you're going to read a book and be like, those are the things, those are the emotions, those are the thoughts I'm going to own and make mine. Yeah. Remember and be aware, and be aware that those aren't your emotions. Those are someone else's. And so mm. what are your emotions? What are your thoughts? And then with that, how can you make those serve you so that you can then go and serve the world. Yeah. Uh, I just love hearing all of this, Bunny, because I've recently had some conversations with friends, uh, not mentioning any names, but they reminded me that there's some people where they still want to, um, you know, give up their power to something external. I literally had a friend say, the educational system failed me. And even though she's working in the educational system, so I don't understand, like it just seems very contradictory to me, but anyway, to each their own. But it just reminded me that there are a lot of people that are depending on something else outside of themselves. And so I'm just really happy that we're having this conversation today because I think you're gonna give me a sense of hope and you know, verbiage <laughs> to remind people that they have the ability to uh, control their life and they do have resources or opportunities or people in front of them right now that could actually help them, you know, take more control of their life. It's easier, I think, in today's world to look externally, to look at how many likes you have, how much engagement you have. I had a conversation, and this is like not a political statement, but I had a conversation because somebody was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen an update on, you know, the uh, German shepherds that are going to be in the White House. And I was mm. like, there are so many freaking things that we should be directing our attention and our energy to. And the fact that you're directing the success of your day around whether or not you've gotten an update on somebody else's dogs, <laughs> like we've got issues. And I just recently did a review of the social dilemma film on mm. my YouTube channel Yeah, from a therapist perspective. Mm -hmm. And People were thinking that I was going to come at it and say, like, you should just delete all of your social media accounts because they're not serving you. And I came at it from the aspect that if we turn the reasons that we use our social media from how many likes we get, how much engagement we get, how much time we waste of our lives, which is not our intention, but it's definitely the app's intention. That's mm -hmm. why there's ads on it. Mm. To How can we use these same tools to change the world? Mm -hmm. Like imagine what impact that would have. And so when yeah. you go on social media, if you're there to add value rather than to sell to people, or yeah. if you're there to add value rather than to troll somebody's German shepherds or troll, you know, like your ex, like, uh -huh. you know, that what would happen? Like what would happen if we did that? Or if we just deleted all of our accounts for a week or so and mm -hmm. just didn't engage in that, how, how much stress, how much would our stress levels decrease in our own yeah. lives? Because how much of the stress is manufactured because it's based on our perception of external people's value of us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think these are already very deep philosophies to discuss at the beginning of our conversation, Bunny. So thank you for opening up <laughs> with that with me. Let's go ahead and talk about how, are we, how, how do you apply those same philosophies into your business today with A Better Place Consulting? Very directly, as most of my clients will tell you, is uh, 
one of the things that drove me nuts as a therapist, for those of you that are listening, I, I am a licensed therapist. I did go to school and have a master's and practiced for years. And then I realized that most people were unhappy because of their financial circumstances or because of their job. Mm. And if you break down the math and take out the sleeping that we should be doing, that most of us aren't doing, we spend so much of our time connected to our work, whether even if we're at home and checking our email on our phones or making phone calls to clients, especially entrepreneurs. Yeah. And so being able to go back to the value part of this and looking at that value and how can you add value rather than just have your whole identity wrapped up in what's on your business card, not that people use business cards anymore. (laughs) Um, but that's really why I left private practice and decided to go into organizations and say, Hey, you know, you have this wellness program that gives your team a membership to the gym. Why aren't Mm. you focusing on mental health in and physical health? Mm -hmm. Because traditionally or historically we have four parts of the self, the spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, and all of those parts of the self are very, very important to our, to humanity, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think corporations don't allow that to be mainstream within the, their workplace. You know, it's like, we don't, we don't talk about mental health in the workplace. Well, now in the past eight months, every company is talking about burnout and mental health in the workplace. And I can't open my email without having, you know, a bunch of people saying, Hey, we need your help. And it's, that is like reactive in crisis mode. Mm -hmm. And the same way that if you called me today and said, Hey, I need to have like Dwayne, the rock Johnson's arms tomorrow. (laughs) I can't do that. Like Mm -hmm. that's not a realistic expectation of anybody. So the realistic expectation of having a human that has lived through anywhere in the globe 2020 and expecting them to be as productive and as energetic and as present as they were previously is unrealistic. Right Mm -hmm. now is the time to be able to provide them with the tools and also the bandwidth in this space to do the work because it's really, really hard work to undo the mindset of I am what I do and that's what my value is instead of I am who I am. Yeah. And so as a therapist, my job is literally within these companies just to hold space for people to have some self-awareness, some self-compassion, and then give them tools to start to regulate and manage their emotional well-being and their mental well-being and advocate for themselves, but also really to empower themselves because, Mm. you know, I'll talk to bosses all day and they're like, well, we have our leaders use, you know, positive leadership and positive language and all of that kind of stuff. And I said, yeah, I understand all of that, but the most negative voices in your team's heads are not coming from their bosses or their supervisors or their managers or even their teammates. It's coming from inside their head. Mm. There's nothing... I had somebody um, like last year that decided that they were just going to throw this launch, this insult at me. And I said, there's nothing that you could possibly say to me that's meaner than anything I've ever said to myself. Mm. 
And like, once you take the power and be able to say that of like, my feelings are my own, I can't crawl inside anybody and make anybody feel a certain way. And that's both positive and that's negative because a lot of us like to say, you made me feel. Mm. Well, I can tell you from being a therapist, it's impossible to make somebody feel a certain way. Your Mm -hmm. feelings are your own. And that's, like I said, both positive and negative. So if you're feeling a lot of negative feelings, you can own those and say, I choose to feel positive feelings and then take action and take mindfulness and create space Mm -hmm. to be able to be. We're, We're human beings. We're not human doings. Right. And an awful lot of time doing. Yeah. Well, let's unpack that a little bit. I'm curious to know from your perspective, how did we become the society where it's about being a human doing versus a human being? I have no idea. It I just mean, is. Really, it just <laughs> turned out that way. I, I, I mean, I think that when you're talking about Western civilization versus Eastern civilization, there's a lot of different intersections where that ended up happening. Mm. We used to, I mean, you like that's a three hour long course on human civilization because mm. we, our last names came from what we used to do. And so I think that historically we've always had this um, kind of like, I, the only word that's coming to my my mind is like incest with our last names and what we mm. like what our jobs were and that being tied to who we were and so yeah. so if you were born and you were a farmer like you were born with the expectation that you were not going to be like living in a castle mm-hmm. like so you were kind of prescribed your value yeah and but if you grow the most amazing crops in the planet shouldn't that mean that you're more valuable than just what you do or just what you were born into? Mm-hmm. And so I think it it's a lot to unpack from labels to, yeah. you know, just everything that um, I watched West Side Story with my daughter mm-hmm. and I feel like she's old enough to, to, to watch it now. And it's, I, we were talking about dance fighting and all of this kind of stuff, because if you haven't seen West Side Story, it's a musical. There is fighting and death and stabbing and all of mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, but it's done in a very Shakespearean dance kind of way. And um, there's a song in there that's um, about, it's sung by a Puerto Rican gang and the the female Puerto Rican indicates that there's so much more freedom in America and mm. the male Puerto Rican counters and says, yeah, if you're white mm. and I'm sitting here thinking this is like a really global musical that like a whole, probably hundreds of thousands of people have seen. And I'm not sure exactly what year it came out, but it's definitely older than I am. Mm-hmm. And like, how did we watch this? And get on board with this and not realize like, yeah, like that's, I mean, it's just, it's been kind of this, your, to your original question of how did we get here is I think that we just took status quo and just kept going. Mm. And even if you think about, um, you know, it, all men are created equal. Like Mm -hmm. we've said that for so long and it's, I I sat down with my daughter who's freaking 
brilliant. And she's like, well, why doesn't it have women included? Right. And then I was like, yeah. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. When that was put into words, it meant white men. Mm. It didn't mean people. It didn't mean people of color. It didn't mm-hmm. mean women. Mm-hmm. It meant mm-hmm. white men are equal. And so we're just having this. It goes back to what I said of a conversation on self awareness. And so the intersections of diversity and inclusion and equal rights and mental health all come to a head when we realize that we're one big humanity and we need to do what's best for all. And that also just to like blow everybody's mind, that also doesn't mean to do just what's best for humanity because we live on this planet. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to continue to treat like our planet, like, you know, a thing that's just disposable, Mm. then you know, really like I, my husband is an amazingly very present, uh, he's in the military. So he just like, literally is like, what do you want for dinner? Like, we don't have these big giant mm-hmm. mind blowing in, in conversations. My daughter and I do. Mm-hmm. And so then my daughter brings it to my husband and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Like <laughs> it, it, it didn't exist in star Wars. And so like, mm-hmm. but I'm like, but I'm pretty sure there was a a ray or a laser or something in star Wars that blew up an entire planet. Right. Like civilization ceased to exist. Mm -hmm. So don't panic. This is not your business therapist telling you to panic. Your your business therapist is telling you to focus on what you can make an impact with. And that starts with self-awareness. And I think that when you start to decide what's best for you, it does Mm -hmm. impact the choices that you make on what you eat, how you treat the planet, how you treat others, what you do for work and your overall happiness and value. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just all wonderfully and beautifully said, Bunny. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Uh, Real quickly, can you give us maybe a quick scenario of a client um, that's interested in working with you? What does the, let's say, onboarding process look like for them? And what does it look like when they actually do work with you? So a Better Place Consulting uh, is a work-life alignment firm, and we Mm -hmm. serve government agencies, we serve corporations and their teams, and we serve individual business owners and Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. And so we have myself that does individual business owner uh, coaching. And if it's a, you have a team and you're looking at working with us, it all starts in the same way where Mm -hmm. it's basically a mutual interview. Um, and you book some time and we have a conversation because it's a very particular individual. If I get on the phone with somebody and they're like, we just want to make more money. We're not a marketing agency. We're not Mm -hmm. a sales agency. Mm -hmm. We are a work-life alignment agency. And so being able to hold that space for your team and for you to flip it from working in order to live to, you know, being able to have your business, your company, your job work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's really the the space that we live in is, is being able to create kind of that value driven ethos and mm-hmm. environment in companies and for entrepreneurs. And it's not that complicated, 
but there is a whole lot of accountability that comes with it. And so being able to have somebody do it with you, it's not something that I'd recommend doing alone. Mental health is something that I definitely recommend having a professional on board to help your team Mm -hmm. transition to putting themselves first, to help you transition to putting yourself first, because it's very easy, especially as a caregiver, especially as a parent, especially as a business owner to always say, oh, well, I'll do that later. Mm, you know, right now, right, right. my emails are the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, remember that if you're not here, the emails aren't going to get done. So you mm-hmm. really are the priority. Mm-hmm. So the, the short answer to your question is there's a ton of free resources. If you're like, I, I, this isn't something that I want to invest in, or I don't know if a Better Place Consulting and Bunny or who I want to work with, there's a ton of free resources that are slathered in our culture on our YouTube channel. And it's Bunny Young Business Therapist. And um, the website as well, which is going to be in the links, has um, a a free ebook and it's how to stay sane during insane times. So that was my gift (laughs) (laughs) during all of this is to just say like, let's stay sane during insane times because here's the spoiler alert for everybody. This is not the first nor the last time that the world has felt completely and totally out of control. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bunny, before we go, I I do want to ask you one more question because I think it's always so important to uh, humanize the entrepreneur. And I know, um, you know, prior to doing all this, you were a former stunt woman. So, so I have to ask you why or what led you to do what you do today with a better place consulting? So I am a third generation entrepreneur and mm. I did not, I like, I went to school and got a master's degree in the whole thing. Cause I was just bound and determined to be anything but an entrepreneur. And <laughs> it's so not funny. because I don't love what my parents and my grandparents did. I just didn't understand, you know, like why everybody else could take like PTO mm. uh, and everybody else's parents could be like room mom. Yeah. Uh, and my parents didn't do that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, they were saving it for like, my mom traveled the world with me. My dad's mm. traveled the world with me. Um, and so when I was starting to burn out with doing the therapy work, I met a dude who basically said, like, if we get married you can have a free trip to China, there's a lot more along that, but, uh, he's a stunt man and mm-hmm. He said we were dating at the time and he was like, well, I can't take you unless you're my, you're my wife. And so I was like, oh, you know, free trip to China. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's do it. Love it. Um, but being a stunt woman, I have to tell you in pivoting into being an entrepreneur, being a stunt woman, learning how to work on a team, being mm-hmm. completely present and focused about my safety and what I was doing and having executed in a certain process mm-hmm. every single day, every single show double checking my, you know, safety procedures, um, because I did a 40 foot face first rappel off of a building in high heels. Wow. Trusting my team Mm -hmm. and also mitigating risk. All of those things, ironically enough, totally made me a better entrepreneur and more prepared to run my companies because I knew how to trust my team. I knew how to build a team that I could trust. I knew how to not do it all myself because there's no way I could have done the entire stunt show with just me. You yeah. guys never would have loved it, never would have watched it. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so that's, I, I was a stunt woman and then, you know, coming back from that, cause I was in China, I had this cultural understanding and this cultural, uh, I will say awakening and was just like, you know, um, there's a, and that's a lot where the mindset stuff started as well, mm, because, mm-hmm. of, you know, living in China and watching these people do Tai Chi and being like, I don't get it. Like we're <laughs> from the land of like high intensity interval training mm-hmm. and you're moving as slow as possible. Mm-hmm. And this is the intention mm-hmm. and just, just kind of understanding that we're humans and we look different. Um, but we're, you know, just part of one big globe. And that's, that's what I'm here to do is to deliver my unique value to the world. And hopefully once that's done, that I, there's a legacy behind me of other people that are throwing starfish and making a difference. I love it. Bunny, thank you so much for the work that you're doing today. And as well as your just overall inclusiveness, you know, making people feel like we're all one, we're all the same. We all, you know, share a lot in common. Um, it's, it's been a wonderful conversation with you today. So thank you for joining us here on the Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, I hope everybody from the bottom of my heart stays safe and stay sane. Yeah, same here. (laughs) And uh, again, to our listeners, once again, this is Bunny Young, business therapist, virtual speaker, and facilitator at A Better Place Consulting. You can learn more about her and her company at abetterplaceconsulting.com. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.